1: This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Find what you're looking for inside
0: that record store across the whole world. There you go.
1: Searching for shelves of gold to find that perfect score. You're listening to the record story Come, You're listening to the record story Come.
2: Alright, so welcome gold miners, to the Gold Mine Podcast, once again. We're gonna do a special edition of well, I guess record store recon with Doctor Disc. Hey, Doctor. Howdy, howdy. It's going to be about Black Friday, two thousand twenty-three. The Friday after Black Friday, and uh, I don't know. I had a I had a great Black Friday. You.
0: I had a good one. Where so? Where did you spend your Black Friday?
2: Well, I went to New Jersey to uh, Princeton Record Exchange, which was great. And also to this place called Ravilla Grooves in Gear, R A V I L L A, which was really good. In fact, um, I got some good non-record store day used vinyl, so um, in there. But the two things I got were "Under Blood Red Sky" by u Two, because that that came in that colored vinyl and had some extras in it. Mm-hmm. Um I bought the Amy Mann forty five. Uh so that you know, I always I like Amy Mann, so I always kind of pick up her stuff. Some people complain that uh you know she's she's kinda of like uh uh Swift where she talks about her boyfriends breaking up with them and stuff like that. But yeah, single you know of, since, right? <laughs> I've I've liked her since till Tuesday, so um I think she is even better as a soul artist, but that's just my opinion but uh let's see what else did i get let's pull it out here oh i got the google dolls when Uh they were a punk band yes it's the 1987 first studio album and i actually saw them if you want to call it a tour they were a small band then but I saw them at the this club called the Anthrax in North Connecticut. It was a punk club and they were amazing. They they came out the three of them no shoes, bare feet and they were just like they were a great punk band, like a classic sounding punk band. No way would I ever thought they would go power pop, but I mean they did and I obviously don't hold it against them but This first album's great. I don't know if it is. It's very good. Yep. Yep. I have Um, it. It's red and clear, cloudy effect vinyl, but I'm trying to think was this on Metal Blade when it first came out? Metal Blade Records? This is Culture Factory.
0: Yeah, it might have been. I know they were on Metal Blade at one point in time.
2: So it's got this great song called Don't Beat My Ass with a Baseball Bat, which reminds me of the Ramones a lot. (laughs) A lot. But um, people usually sneer when I say Goo Goo Dolls, but they don't realize how great that band was as a, as a classic punk band, right?
0: Yep, early and
2: then, on. And then uh, this U2 40th anniversary limited edition gatefold, newly remastered, red vinyl pressing, has a two-sided poster. I love U2 in the 80s. Um, I thought that's when they were great. Under Blood Red Sky. I have that album already, but I don't have it in this this uh, this colored vinyl. So that's what I got for Record Store Day. And everything else was non-vinyl. But I'll show you some of the stuff I got. I got, and I love this album, Heart Baby Lestrange. This is a, a rocking album. This is one of Heart's best. I got it for $2 because it was slightly warped, slightly, and it's near mint and two dollars it's got the original sleeve um the inner sleeve does have a little cutout mark but i don't see any cutout mark on the uh, outer sleeve but there's some great stuff there's this you know the typical hard rock and zeppelin sound but there's a song uh break that is kind of like hard rock punk on here i don't know if you ever heard it it's fantastic um i wish i still had the radio show going i would play it but um i was like happy this sounds really weird but my finds that for used vinyl were just as good as anything uh record store day put out but i guess that's record store day's point right so you get to the record store and buy stuff other than their exclusives
0: yeah you know it's it's interesting because i um i spent my morning uh with I went up to Siren Records in McHenry. um, And I've spent the last few record store days slash Black Fridays with Bill and his wife, Jen. Um, And and when I posted some stuff on Instagram, I kind of made mention of that. Um, They put a lot of amazing product out for 50% off. Um, Some items, they had brand new albums for $5. Mm. Um, I picked up Strawberry Alarm Clock incense and peppermint brand new from last year's record store day five dollars
2: that's that's pretty damn good
0: yeah um i mean still sealed everything like they just wanted to get rid of some of their older inventory and and as people were coming in to get the stuff i was like stopping them and being like hey you should check out this whole section over here sure it's not record store day stuff but there's amazing stuff and, and i think you know I think consumers have to remember that that's the reason why the the why RSD got started and why Black Friday got started was you know can we help independent stores find a way to bring people in twice a year for something unique but you know that they can also you know help move some product and most people I talk to it, it, these two days Black Friday and 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 RSD are usually their two busiest best selling days of the year but consumers, take your time, go through that record store, look at everything they've got, because you will find some amazing things that a lot of these stores, you know, save up all year just to put them out on these two days. I agree. I spent,
2: well, me and the friends I went with spent almost the entire day at these two stores. Uh, looking through everything because there are good deals and i think you made a good point you hear even owners a lot saying oh i can't get rid of all my record store day stuff but it, it makes that's one of my most exciting things is to check on the record store day exclusives from years past and usually it has a nice little bargain to it now why can't owners think like that think okay well if i don't sell these on the record store day or record store day black friday i can have something for my you know my consumers that come in my my regular uh people or people who are just checking me out because you got to have deals sometimes right so those could be your deals i i got this detective album which i always wanted because uh you know, I always wanted to to uh get this and it's from a record store day pass. Look, the original price was 25. I got it for 10 bucks. Right. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Sealed. Um, that was at Princeton Record Exchange. They had a oh. whole section, an entire section on uh stuff from previous record store days, like 40-50% off. So I was really excited about that. Um, I don't see that as much in other record stores. Like in previous years, they kind of put it to the side, but it's not really marked down. Maybe a few bucks, but this was pretty cool. I, I, I bought a, a lot of stuff in that section. So stuff I missed from previous years.
0: Yeah, you know, I I still feel like there's way too much re-releasing of stuff that we can still buy in the discount bins already. Right. Um, right. You know, but I like to see the stuff that this is, and and, and here's my other, my my frustration. And, and I got this from talking with a couple of different store owners. Um, literally the day before our record store day or before black Friday, or maybe even on black Friday stores were getting lists from distributors of the records that were being released for Record Store Day and Black Friday that were gonna be available to the general public in the next two or three weeks. So if, if it's going to be a special RSD or Black Friday release, then that's the only time that version should be available. If they're gonna make it available two weeks later, is it really worth it to wait in line you know, right. to get up and get in line at you know 4 a.m. to get one when I can get that exact same record two weeks later.
2: I think it's and, that's those records are only for the super fan. Like say if I'm a KISS fan or whatever, and I need to get that, even though I know it's gonna be released two weeks from now. I want to be the first kid on my block to have it. But okay, but but it's not that way. I'm not right. Really, I mean, is that
0: to me that's a, to there to me, there's nothing special to that. So, you know, my recommendation is release that Kiss record, make it special, put it out on RSD or on Black Friday, and then two weeks later, release a different variant. So what what you got on that day was still special and made it worthwhile for you to get up there and get it. Not something that two weeks later, you're going to find out that, you know, that uh, Barnes & Noble has down the street.
2: I call this politics. Um, I don't think it's Record Store Day's fault. I think it's the record companies. You know, they won't they won't won't, um, give a little, you know, so you know how much stuff is out there that record companies could release in their vaults and uh, you know, it's just it's a shame and they should let RSD or even what we do with the Goldmine store, you know, get the rights to them and reissue even if it's only 200 copies but you know instead of the problem is is that a lot of times they agree they only want to release like five thousand copies and a lot of stuff won't sell that much it just won't sell so you have record store day punting or you know record stores if the deal does go through they're unhappy because a lot of stuff is left over i think you got to be realistic you know i think record uh, labels have to say, these are usually the majors have to say, Listen, we weren't going to put this out anyway, so only a few hundred copies. What you know, or let's test the ground, see if they sell out. Maybe we could put out another, um, edition with bonus tracks or, or in a different variant. I think that or, you they know, gotta, I, they got to release the crack in on all these smaller releases, you know, test the waters. I should, well, say. we don't need.
0: We don't need another, you know. I think like when they did rumors, the standard yeah. Fleetwood Mac rumors. Oh right. it was limited edition to fourteen thousand copies. Yeah. How limited is fourteen thousand <laughs> copies of an album that, while I think it's a great album, but it's an album I can still pretty much pick up and go buy an original copy of it at almost every record store out there.
2: So um, there should be it should be more limited, and I think that. Uh, I think record major labels have done a great job for recognizing vinyl and the collectors, but here's the one part that I don't like is that they should be more lenient and letting RSD have the rights to a small run, very limited runs like 300, 500, you know, this, instead of 5,000, you know, uh, don't get greedy with that. You know, think, you know, I know it takes paperwork uh to get this stuff all worked out and you know you you're thinking return on investment but sometimes you got to think about the fan you know well I think about the collector
0: I also like when they do the regional only issues
2: yeah those so, are great yeah. yeah i mean
0: because in, and so example um early on um on saturday morning Uh, or Friday morning, sorry, early Friday morning, on my Instagram page, uh, one of the guys I follow sent out a note saying, you know, hey, I, I, I can't get to a store, but can anybody get an extra copy of this? I'm really looking for it. Luckily, I found one right away. I sent him a message, said, I got it for you. I'll send it to you. To me, that was fun, because I know that I just made this guy's day, and he's not a flipper. He's a collector, and he just couldn't get it. So, you know, if there's certain things that that you can only get in New York, having relationships with people out there, you know, and then saying, "Hey, how about something that I can only get in Chicago? I'll trade you." You know, that would be kind of, to me. That makes it fun. That makes the collecting aspect part of it. Again, I more power to Taylor Swift, but I don't need a limited edition, twenty thousand copy Taylor Swift forty five. You know,
2: <laughs> I got to tell you a funny story. I I bought a Taylor Swift album for my wife and princeton record exchange had a special by by 1989 one of the variants and you get a friendship bracelet so i went up to i went up to the clerk and i said can i have my friendship bracelet and he brought out this big huge thing uh bracelets and i had to pick one and my friends got a big kick out of it me picking out this friendship bracelet but it was kind of funny but you know the thing is is that listen i mean i think i hear some i've heard some owners complain you know rsd should only be it shouldn't have major labels involved but i disagree i i think a lot of great music is on major labels and i tip my hat for the major labels getting involved because they didn't have to um, but I do think that they should uh do more limited runs. Um yeah. you're right. There there's no need to be uh five thousand more copies. maybe I don't know. Did did rumors sell all those copies? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I see a lot still in maybe. the in the boxes of, of past record store days available at stores. So
2: who knows? So you got so what did you get? What did you get on?
0: Uh, I picked up sure, um sure. I picked up Jesus Lizard Blue.
2: Okay. I
0: picked up the Meat Puppets.
2: Um, oh, how's that?
0: It's good. It's good. It's Meat Puppety.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I got The Flaming Lips live.
2: Oh. You know, that's a good. I Yeah.
0: And um, and then I picked up the In Excess. I've I've always liked that in Excess album. Um, so I got that with the variants. And um the one album that I, I the one album I didn't get that I wanted to get and I replay I I wanted to get the Charles Mingus and I didn't get it. I ended up getting the Chet Baker mm. uh, because uh one of the guys I I shopped with had recommended that I he goes, you need to get some Chet Baker in your collection and started telling me all the weird stories about Chet Baker. So that kind of intrigued me. Um so I picked that up and then I picked up this. I always try to find one record that I know nothing about <laughs> um, when I go into Record Store Day and I, I joke with, with Bill. Um, I say, okay, what's the one record that, that you're going to you know, sell me on this year that I know nothing about? Last year, there was a Polish band. The whole album was done in Polish and he's like, Oh, you need to get this. And it was pretty good. And um, so this year I got, can I Verlens?
2: Yeah.
0: Which it's, is, what kind of yeah, it's punk. And these are the guys from Fu Manchu before they became Fu Manchu. Oh. So uh, and this is the first time this album's been available. So to me, and it says they were heavily influenced by Black Flag and the Melvins.
2: Oh, I know that album. Doors Full Circle. That's what I got with the little. Yep. It has that little thing inside where you can put it on your turntable. Yep. Um, I forgot what it's called. Um maybe a listener can um talk about it, but you put it on the turn I gotta do it. Uh you put it on the turntable and it's as the turntable spins, it's supposed to create an effect.
0: Oh yeah, the high um the hologram. There you go. Yep. Yeah, third man, record- third, third man record.
2: Jack White's Third Man Records DT? has done that. Yeah, okay. Oh, they have?
0: Oh yeah. I on one of their uh vault releases. I had it. When you put it down and spin it, it it gave the impression of one of their antennas uh from the from the label one of the antennas, yeah. like coming out of the middle of the record it looked
2: pretty cool i think the doors did this right in the 70s you know post you know post jim morrison but uh it's yep. not a great album full circle uh, i don't like you know doors got to have jim morrison i mean let's face yep. it um, the thing that's cool is that uh the design and everything is exceptional you know. So and we've done articles on, you know, uh album design and all the stuff, you know, yeah. like the Alice Cooper, uh, everything that came in those 70s albums. There's some there was some great design there. <laughs> so think, everybody
0: everybody needs to get their pair of panties from an Alice
2: Cooper album. Yeah. Do you have one?
0: I do have one of those. The the one thing that I that I wished I had that I no longer have, I have the album. But was it Cheech and Chong? The where you could get the full size rolling paper yes. came Big came bamboo. in. Yep, yeah. yeah. and and you heard all the horror stories of people who tried smoking it and and it didn't go well. Um, <laughs> well yeah, I can never why find. Would they do that. I just. I can't find any of those with the original paper. So,
2: but we we uh, I love when we do stories and features on album cover art and. Oh yeah, like that. Well, that,
0: again, that's the reason why probably most people still collect records is for the physicality of it, for the artwork, for having it in your hands, for opening it and getting to see the pictures. Um, I mean, I, that's that's why I do it. I will tell you, I don't know if you saw the the unique thing that Collective Soul did on their record store day release. Oh, when you when you bought the record, when you opened it up, there were two silver dollar coins inside the record. One for you to keep and one for you to give to somebody to help make their day better.
2: That's pretty cool. Pay it so forward. I, thought,
0: I thought that was a cool idea.
2: I like Collective Soul. Um, you know what was great release? It was the Screaming Trees live at the Egg. It was live in a studio. Um, it was right after they got signed to a major label. It, it's really good. I don't know if you've heard it or not.
0: <laughs> I did not hear
2: that yeah that was really good was there something that you were looking for that you didn't pick up
0: everything i i need and what i've come to realize is if you just take a deep breath and wait inevitably you'll find it on the secondary market and just reach out to some of your record stores and you know i i was looking for a second copy of the matt cameron Um, and I reached out to one of the stores in West Virginia that I visit. He's like, "Yeah, I got one sitting here." I, you know, so on Monday I ordered it. Um, gave everybody enough time to go into his store and buy it. And after that, it was still there. Then I don't mind, you know, I don't feel like I'm taking it from someone.
2: You were always good to me. You, I would tell you what I was looking for. We have. You can
0: still tell me. You
2: (laughs) can still tell me what you need. You would pick it up.
0: I'm happy to to do that. that um to me, to me the hunt is the best part of the experience
2: yeah so the, i got everything i wanted um i did find you know i had a list of looking for certain things that aren't in my collection like runaways i cannot find a used copy of the runaways album I, I don't even know i haven't seen one in all the stores i've been to it must oh my be gosh money
0: I just a good one of the guys I shop with regularly, Joe, who um, who's actually his picture has been in several of the photos that I've submitted for the record stores we've uh, visited. He just picked that album up for me about four months ago. He got me a used copy of that so I could give it to my daughter because uh, she's been trying to collect albums of strong female vocalists.
2: Right,
0: and I said he- you got it. You got to have that first uh, Runaways album.
2: Yeah, I can't I can never find it. I'm going to have to just go online and I'll
0: uh, find it for you.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll find it. Someone needs to reissue that. I don't know if it's been reissued.
0: Uh, um, yeah, I'm
2: trying to remember. But that's a classic. I also looked for damned and I can never find damned stuff. Um I of course I find Dark Adelic, which is their last one, but I I'm never luck it's like punk stuff classic punk is not easy to find um, well
0: i'll take it one step further so just in case anybody's listening and wants to make my day because you brought up the damned i'm looking for the doomed which is the damned yeah but it's when lenny played bass with them and they recorded 145 with lenny playing bass and it got released as a bootleg and it's called the do- the doomed and if somebody can find me a copy of that i would really appreciate it you th-
2: <laughs> maybe you will give them the giveaway uh, giveaway yeah. um yeah. all right cool so successful black friday do you have any uh no giveaways right no giveaways no
0: giveaways for this but um you know again people follow us on on instagram um, doc underscore disc and you know if there's something you're looking for that you can't find let me know maybe I can help you find it
2: what's the next uh, journey for you record stores
0: let's see where am I headed next Well, I'm, I am going to be heading back to California around um, St. Patrick's Day and I'm looking forward to getting out to probably about four or five different record stores uh, than one I visited which I'm part gonna spend, of- um, LA the LA area that part. Um I may get out to uh may get out to um Jacksonville, Florida in the next uh, in the early part of the year. Hmm. And I am heading up to Minneapolis next week. So I will always hit up some amazing record stores up there.
2: Well, Jacksonville, you could probably get to. I think the no, the Alman Brothers Museum is not there. I think it's a make in Macon, Georgia, but um I wonder if they carry a lot of Almond Brothers somewhere at stores.
0: <laughs> you know what, Pat? I think <laughs> we need to organize a gold mine um customer appreciation event and and head to Vegas and go visit the punk rock museum.
2: Ah. I didn't you know what else is there's a KISS museum out there too, you know.
0: they double your money. We need to we need to plan these trips and, and and our readers go with us and we can have a blast up there.
2: We'll wait till the athletics get in their stadium then we'll <laughs> we'll go <laughs> um wait till the Yankees actually go there my my team all right great um have a good holiday you too holidays, sir and um we'll see you in the new year. Yep. All right stay Dr. safe everyone thank you we'll talk to you soon all right
0: what you're looking for inside that record store across the whole world they've gone searching for shelves of gold
1: to find that perfect score you're listening to the record story come. you're listening to the record story come.